Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, the original all-turkey, all-the-time podcast with your co-hosts Andy Galliano and Cameron Weddington. In our weekly podcast, we're going to bring you some wild turkey calling tips like this. From there, we're going to go into, she's aggravated, there's another hen that's challenged her, or she's challenging another hen, she's going to cut an excited yelp. advice from old pro turkey hunters like this the turkeys typically don't like i think more times than not to travel in an easterly direction into the sun first thing in the morning especially after he gets up it's a blinding thing it, it it's just like you it's hard for you to see into the sun mm-hmm. so if i have a choice i'm going to try to make it so that i'm going to be on the west side in the morning east side in the afternoon of a turkey exciting live hunts like this teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this with some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterflied turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides wildlife management tips for your property especially with turkeys like this if you look at the type of habitats that turkeys need for nesting and brooding that tends to be habitat that can be managed more successfully with growing season fire than with dormant season fire. And hopefully along the way, we'll get plenty of these. Well, on November the 28th of 1953, I was attached when I popped out of my mom and the baby doctor spanked me on the bottom. I went, oh, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 450, The Monkey Off the Back, with Scott McDonald. And I am your co-host, and the guy who whacked a few morning doves this past weekend nice i whacked a very few amount myself but i'm your co-host and i'm the guy who had an awesome first event yeah yeah i didn't realize it's been yeah we haven't done a show since our since we had the social i believe right yeah i went on vacation and then came back from vacation to deal with a week of insanity (laughs) With work, picking so, up all the work that could have been done, <laughs> but you were on vacation. Well, uh, not like I took off work for vacation. It That's was just true. additional stuff. So yeah. it, it it was all good, but it put us a week behind. But you know what? We're gonna rock and roll from here. But tell us tell us about the turnout of the event and how much money y'all raised. Man, so first ever event in Tennessee for Turkeys for Tomorrow, the TFT Social. And it was awesome. We had a huge turnout. 
in my opinion. I think we had probably 125 plus people. That's fantastic. You know, for a social first ever event was awesome. We had it at the brewery. Big time. Ron Jolly came. He brought a couple calls. He let us auction off or we actually raffled them off and had a big cornhole tournament. The number 27 cornhole player in the world showed up. Wow. And his partner was number 70 something in the world. And you'll never guess who won the tournament. You did. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Those guys were insane. Like, so I did play in the tournament. My brother and I entered together and like by your, you know, at the tailgate with the boys standard, we're pretty good at cornhole. Like we usually will win against average Joe playing cornhole. Mm-hmm. These guys beat us 21 to zero, like, like it was nothing, but they never wow. missed. So it was incredible. So they ended up winning, but we had a huge, huge, great turnout for a cornhole tournament. We ate some good food. Gave away some sick guns. Uh, had, had just a blast. Dave Owens from the Penhody Project and and Squirrel, who's been on the Penhody Project, they came. They showed up a little bit late and ended up hanging out for a while. And like I said, we had Ron Jolly and just all kind of Tennesseans there who love the wild turkey. So it was awesome. It it really couldn't have gone better. Very good. So we raised a good chunk of money. I'm honestly still not sure of the final tally, so I'll have to come back on that. But I do know, I bel- I know we got at least 40 new members for TFT, and I think actually closer to 50. That's great. So that's that's pretty big at one event like that. Yeah. And anyway, it was a blast, man. It was cool. We had a we had a good time. Went on for a while, and then ended up me and some of the other committee members and Dave and squirrel all were bowling afterwards we just had us a big time it was fun (laughs) good deal Uh, we'll hopefully have some more of those in the future i know our next event if anybody's in west tennessee and has kids or know some kids on september 30th so last day of this month on saturday the 30th we'll be having a fishing rodeo at the jackson fairgrounds and so we're gonna dump 500 pounds of catfish in the pond in front of the fairgrounds and Anybody age 16 and under is welcome to come, bring your own pole and bait, and catch as many catfish as you want. Very so, cool. Be a cool event to get some kids involved, and that'll be on the 30th from 8 a.m. until 11 a.m. So you'll your your son or daughter can come catch all the fish they want, and you'll be home in time to watch college football kick it off. Yeah, unless you're a Spectrum customer. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> well, I guess I am a Spectrum customer, so. I am too. I just. You know, don't have ESPN or ESPN2 or ESPN News or the SEC Network or the SEC Network Alternate. So my football watching has been limited. Mm, well, but enough about other people's problems. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll join us at that event. Appreciate everybody that came to, to our first event. So yeah, good and stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. How, how was the dove hunting in, in Alabama? Well, I've gathered it was pretty slow here this weekend. Some fields did good, you know, that that are really good fields, but there's not as many doves as usual for opening weekend here. Yeah. Well, it was one of the better dove hunts that I've been on in a while. I killed 13 dragonflies, 14 Tweety birds, and three crows. Heck yeah, man. And did you did see all any that. doves? 
with only eight boxes of shells. So I feel like it was a great, great afternoon. My gosh. No, seriously, uh, I got a limit of doves. That's the first dove hunt I've been on in several years where I limited out and even had the opportunity to limit out. And I've got my dad's birds and my birds in some brine in the refrigerator. I need to go get them out and get them finished cleaning them up and get them sealed up and in the freezer. But it was, I mean, just a feast of a lunch. Great company. Got to spend the afternoon with with my dad as well and met some new friends. And it just was a, a heck of a day, man. Really good day. That sounds awesome. Was that Friday or Saturday? That was Saturday. Man, that yep. sounds like a blast. Yeah. I went to a public dove field, and that will be a one-and-done experience for me. <laughs> huh. So, that stinks. It was, you know, the turkey hunter in me is a little claustrophobic in the woods, if you know what I mean. So there was a person, I don't know, maybe every 15 yards, at least one person. And if a dove was visible, it was being shot at. Yeah. And I got to watch a kill deer get shot by at least eight people at once. So that was, (laughs) that was probably the highlight. And that was quite interesting. Got to watch the game warden check a bunch of people. And then most every dove that was killed in the actual field, had to have a tournament of rock, paper, scissors over it to see who got it. Oh, yeah. It was just, it was a lot, in my opinion. It just, uh, not for me. I I ended up sitting actually outside of the field, just kind of out on my own with my dog. And we got four doves, so I had a fun time. He made four really good retrieves, so I cannot complain. But it was was, uh, quite the experience. (laughs) So you won four rounds of rock, paper, scissors? No, because I sat... Like when I'm talking, there's the dove field, and then about a quarter mile away out in the middle of the bean field by himself was me. Oh. I just went, I was like, I didn't feel comfortable with my dog in the field. Yes. Because he's sitting there, if I'd killed something, or, you know, I didn't really want him running after doves that were being shot anyway. Yeah. And I didn't have, it was a morning hunt. I didn't have eye protection on and i was like i'm gonna catch a bb to the face and lose an eye here i'm gonna go sit out in the field yeah so i just kind of made a judgment call that i think i'm good i think we might try to do our own field next year (laughs) yeah i mean some of the stuff i saw that you guys have you've got oh yeah some really good areas that you could do dove fields yeah we'll probably do one next year because i do love it especially having my lab and getting to get him out in September's fun. It's a great, like you said, having a meal with friends and the camaraderie of dove hunting and they're fun to shoot at, you know, mostly yeah. at and every now and then hit one, but a lot of at yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. They are, it's a fun, fun deal. So I'm, I think we'll try to do that next year and have us a good time, but there will be one less person at the public field next year. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to hear that. I've been on some of those hunts, not on public fields, but been on some of those hunts where there were just too many people and, you know, made you, it made me feel real uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just, that's a lot of guns, you know, doves like to dart around and get low a lot of times. It could mm -hmm. just, I don't know. And, And, you know, 
turkey hunters in their deepest parts of the soul are lone sharks a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We do like camaraderie and stuff, but we also like a little space. Yeah. When we're on the hunt. Yes, so, indeed. Yes, anyway, indeed. it was it was well, still cool. a fun time, and hopefully we'll get out get us a couple wood ducks this weekend for wood duck teal season. Oh man, it's here already, huh? Yeah, start Saturday. So. All right. Good stuff. Alabama pulled off a big win Saturday. Tennessee rattled one off too against big rivals. <laughs> yep. Alabama whipped up on the the people from Middle Tennessee. Yeah. They got they got their only win against the Tennessee team this year, so that's in the, good. In the last three hundred and sixty some odd days. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's hop in here. This week we got my hunt with Scott McDonald, and he's going to join us on the podcast. We got a live hunt, you know, short audio, but a really good story. It is, it was a, it was a fun, pretty hunt. wild, wild memory. Yeah. So you want to hop in here and get Scott rolling? Yeah, let's do it. All right. See you guys on the other side. Hey everybody, I'm glad to tell you that we have on the line with us tonight Scott McDonald from Mississippi. And for those of you who don't know Scott, he's been on the show several times. Scott's a good buddy of mine and Cameron's, a good friend of the show as well. And we have Scott on today to talk about a hunt, actually to share a hunt. So I'm just going to throw this out there and let you all kind of cover it from here. But Tennessee was a little bit of a monkey on your back, wasn't it, Scott? Yeah, you could say that. Started off. What, first year, Cameron, I came up, COVID, and I caught a yeah. dose of you could ask for. It about hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did I mess up already? Because I named a state. You can name this one. It was a private land hunt. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> then, then keep going, Scott. I'm sorry. All right. It was bad enough that the first year I came up there, I was actually looking at a turkey across the line of where I was and actually left because I felt so bad. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pursue him. That was the end of that. Season. The yeah, following was year, what? 2020, wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah, that was 2020. Yeah, you uh, were you were the first person I knew that got COVID. Same here. <laughs> yeah. <was> great. <laughs> and I mean, I remember walking in because we hunted together that first morning. I took you into a spot and we heard a turkey, but he happened to be roosted in the wrong spot on on this was a public land hunt. We heard one on private, and I remember walking in. I was like. Man, this this guy's not keeping up too well. Like, he doesn't look like he's in all that bad of shape back there, you know. And then what? Four hours later, you're like, you I texted you like, "Do you have any luck?" Because I had to leave and go to work, and you were like, "Man, I'm I'm laying down." And I was like, "What is wrong with this guy? Like, he is not a hard hunter." Then <laughs> 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 you got COVID, and I was like, "Holy crap! I actually know somebody that got COVID." <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a brutal two and a half weeks right there. The being sick was bad enough, but getting pictures from all my friends that were killing turkeys everywhere was icing on the cake. You know, right? Yeah. I just kill one for me because I'm done. It took me wow oh, a solid week before I could walk from my house. Yeah. And it it still affects me to this day. You know, anytime it's either real bad or it's not bad at all. If I start walking or climbing a hill or any elevation change. Either I'm fine with it, it's fixing it, you know, just kick me right in the chest, and I, it, it takes me a little while to catch my breath. I'll kind of get over it and then be able to go, but it's, it's weird. So, first year, you didn't really have much of a chance to give it a full effort, you know? So it, no, no, not at all. 
That so. took you out. I, I think we could have got it done over a couple days span for sure, but you know, we didn't have that luxury. Yeah. The following year I came up for the opener and got on a bird. Strangest thing I've ever seen. He was down the side of a ridge gobbling his head off. I made a, a loop on him and got level with him and was watching him. And he went from just gobbling up the storm. There's no way he saw me. He turned around, walked in a thicket, and four and a half late, hours later, he's still standing there, <laughs> just like a statue. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a bind because I can't move. He finally, he, I had a bunch of crows start dive bombing a place behind me. It was acorns. I actually went over and looked because I got really worried. I thought somebody may have baited the area because mm. it was, it was every bit of 50, 60 crows. I was like, man, all this racket, he may come out and check it out. Uh, he did. He walked to the edge of the thicket and looked for a second, and he's not 70 yards. He turns around and walks off at the last time I heard or saw him. Crazy. I think I put I hunted two more days there, then I came home and came back the next weekend and hunted for three days, probably put a 30, 30-ish miles on the ground. Never heard another bird. <laughs> you know, Tennessee is, by the numbers, a fantastic state, but it's a thorn in my side. I was kind of questioning whether or not I needed to keep turkey on after the second go. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. It was awful. It was bad. But Cameron bailed me out. He, he helped me out. We got it done. We were able to schedule that Scott would come in. I told him after his second year of mishaps, I was like, you're priority one for me next year, so let's let's get you in opening day, and that's what we did. Yeah. So he came in Friday before opener on Saturday, and I had I had a pretty good little plan put together of where the turkeys were supposed to be and whatnot, and uh, on on our family farm that we gotten and have done a lot of work on for turkeys and have a decent flock on, and so. He came in, we did what, we had a catfish fry and just hung out on the porch all afternoon and had a had a yeah, good time. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. Yeah, precursor, pre, precursor to the hunt, you'd had a really, really rough. Yeah, it was it was a good time for me not to have a gun because I was on about <laughs> miss number six at this point. <laughs> yeah. I was, well, uh, I was happy to have a dead, you know, dead eye sure shot like Scott around, you know. Yeah, yeah, we... We had talked throughout the, the season because you were having a rough year. It was a phenomenal year, but rough. Actually yeah. put you a gun. And yeah. Sort of changed your luck. But, uh, yeah. you know, so all I've been trying to do is pump you up the entire season about not being down for missing one, which, you know, understandable. But after missing five, six plus, it's really hard to keep your head up. <laughs> it just got laughable, you know. It got to where it, it was so it really ridiculous did. it was laughable. Yeah, so you know, I, I was I was being the positive one, pumping you up, <laughs> karma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or a cur- more like a curse, not a, not karma, more like a curse. Yeah. So I'll I'll start off on. So we get there opening day. So backstory: we were going to go up on this big hill, and basically where we would be facing and to our right, the turkeys should be roosted there, like. They roosted there every day last season. They've been roosting there when I had pre-scouted. They should be there. Like I, I was, I if you had told me to put money on it, I probably would have that the turkeys would be roosted somewhere in this 200-yard vicinity up front right in this creek draw. And 
pretty cool morning. I think the beginning of your audio has some of the whippoorwills. We had just burned this area in late March, and my gosh, I think the whippoorwills loved it. Yeah, it, I mean, it was deafening. They were, they were loud. and It was crazy. It was some of the coolest whippoorwill sounds I've heard because, I mean, it was so loud, full of whippoorwills. And that was pretty cool. And so we get up there. And I'm like, all right, Scott, you know, they're going to be right here. Like, I, I'm so confident that I'm like, let's go ahead and sit down. Like, they should be right here. We're going to go, ahead, go and ahead and get your safety off. Yeah. Get oh, your yeah. gun pointed yeah. over here towards this tree and start squeezing the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just I, close I, your I, eyes, I 10 minutes, shoot. Yeah, I asked <laughs> which opener are they going to land in because I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, pointing like they're going to be roosted right here. You just any second now goblin's gonna commence you just get ready and you know and i pretty hyped it up because i've been up there before season there was several long-bearded gobblers in the vicinity and you know daylight starts creeping up creeping up and turkey starts gobbling across the road on a different farm another one over there and another one over there and then a bird gobbles to our left down in the bottom where my dad and brother are hunting the turkey they were after and I'm sitting there like, all right, my boy's here in the in this oak tree that are supposed to be on the third limb on the left side. They're going to crank up soon. Turkeys are gobbling everywhere. Nothing comes from where it's supposed to be. I, I told you prior to getting out there that my luck is not hear a bird in a place that would definitely have a bird. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. Didn't believe me that. <laughs> You called it, and I mean, I'm sitting there like, you know, I'm happy because we, we heard a lot of turkeys gobbling, but like none of them were really near us or ones that could really be hunted easily. And I mean, most of them are across the road on another yeah. property. And so I'm kind of flabbergasted at this point of like, what the heck? Like They should be here, you know? And anyway, we sat there till pretty good ways up in the morning. Turkeys are just still shredding it around us. And we went up. There was one turkey goblin that sounded like he was just right on the road, like right close, you know. Yeah, just ripping it too. It was just and he was gobbling. And so we actually tried to kind of set up. We didn't really set up. We just kind of stood there and hit him with a call a bunch of times, see if he would cross the road. And he, he wouldn't finally realized that was a futile effort and we went and tried it with another one kind of similar deal tried to get him to cross this ravine he wouldn't do it and we were just kind of playing around that way and then i guess it was i was like well the other day there was a bunch of turkeys in the back and we go so like let's walk up and go back to where we just were and we'll go down that trail where the turkeys were supposed to be and go to the back where the ones were the other day and see if we can strike one. And from there, we basically got back, you know, we did this loop, I don't know, quarter mile loop up back up to where we're standing, like exactly where we started the morning in the exact, by the exact same tree. Oh yeah. And did I call or did, did we call from there first or did we hear them first? So we actually made that loop. That was the third time we were, we went up, we went and tried the bird across the road, tried to get him to cross the road first. Yeah. We made then we the went loop down. Back up. Yeah, we made the loop back up next to where we were set up early. And then we heard the bird off in that ravine, so we took off 
down there and it was kind of angling towards your dad and brother so we left it alone hoping your dad would kill it yeah we hiked back up the hill and back around and that's when we were standing by the the same tree that we started off at and you might you made a call that's right you i guess we just kind of thought hey we'll call before we leave the area i was probably honestly doing it to hear the one across the road gobble again <laughs> yeah i think we were ch- i think we were trying to check you to see and then two turkeys hammer together right where they should have been all morning like in the exact spot where i'm like they should be right here <laughs> yeah. yeah and we're like holy crap and they weren't far at all no i don't i don't figure 125 maybe yeah so and they're on the ground at this point because y'all have covered oh, six yeah. miles of, of territory oh yeah 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 it's, yeah it's on up in the morning they're definitely on the ground and they're right where they should have been the whole freaking time. I don't know what, I don't know if the acoustics were crazy in there or what that morning, and we just couldn't hear them on the limb or if they didn't gobble or what, but they were right there where they should have been now. And we had presumed probably had been hearing us call all morning and were headed that way anyway. So yeah. we bailed off on the left side of the, this trail. It's a dirt road, pretty good wide road. I mean, it's a nice wide road that you can ride a side by side down or whatever. And it kind of goes straight and then bends to the right and, and goes that way up a ways. And that's kind of where the turkeys had gobbled from. I presumed they were just going to come down the road, but that's Scott got set up where he could shoot the road. And I just started dropping back and calling because, anyway, it just seemed like the right thing to do. So I was like swimming through pine straw and leaves turkey scratching and calling with a trumpet and my diaphragm call as if a couple hens were right there headed away from the gobbler and so scott do you want to pick it up from there on what i guess whatever you want to say before we play the audio yeah i can yeah they were they were answering your calls really good Uh, oh yeah they were fired up once we finally heard them yeah they they were right you know i i did think that i i didn't know the the lay of the land but i did set up shoot down the road and i kept looking and i was like i think that road turns to the right and goes and the more i kept they gobbled instead of walking the road if they were on the road to begin with they started angling more to my right yeah and it was what it was a kind of a what a cut ovary type spot and then it broke yeah, into some thick. pines yeah. yeah it's thick between I the road worried. and those bigger pines yeah and i got worried that they were going to cut straight to my right and then come up those pines and then a bind you called one more time and where they gobbled at i like no i think they're gonna angle right you know to the right spot i mean i was as still as still as i can be i mean i shake so it's pitiful i mean i'm down <laughs> on my gun looking looking through my red dot just you know i said i'm not gonna move i don't want to mess this up you know i got a lot of pressure on me <laughs> you know cameron's graciously let me come to this amazing place and i don't need to mess this up you know, and the bird walks out at 30, 35 yards. I see him, and I don't move. I just, you know, I just... Hold, hold on, hold on. Let's play the audio before we go into right. the finishing of the story. And that's, right. I think we finished it at that point. What's <laughs> also interesting right. to note from the audio is these turkeys started clucking right before they appeared. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Like I said, I wasn't moving. I was had good cover. No, they couldn't have seen you in a million years through that stuff, dude. Like, they were still coming. Yeah. So, So, yeah. Let's play the the audio audio. (laughs) and then get back in here for the fantastic finish. All right. All right. 
So you've heard Scott's audio from the hunt. Now let's listen into some of Cameron's audio from the hunt with a little after hunt talk afterwards. back up a little further. I'm gonna move back a little more.
right there. Yeah? Right here? Yeah, like... They weren't on the road? No. And I almost moved up to that tree with that hump. Uh-huh. Well, well, it come out. Hey, see the, the first pine tree past the crook? Yeah. Or the little opening right there? Yeah. He stepped out right there. In the road. In the road. The other one was coming up. And I... And you were on that tree. I was on that tree. I, I had never moved my head when he started clucking. I was... I, he clucked in there? 30, 40 yards in there. I he said, was looking for I us said, then. He, he wasn't... not see me. No. And when they got what I said, they still good. Oh, so. <laughs> so he comes out and I got it on my shot count because I want to see. But I got in in the first shot. I boom. And he like hopped and he, he, his old wing, that right wing. I saw that broke. And I he saw one turkey fly. Yeah. And he, the other one flew and the other one like hobbled back in. I was like, and I, I cussed you. I said, Damn. Cameron curse. <laughs> <laughs> and I stood up. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a second. I could hear. And I was like. I heard it too. I, I heard like, him flopping. What the crap? Well, he comes running through right here. That's what, I saw you shoot him the last yeah, time. So I, I was like. I, he was like on the other side of them two trees right there, wasn't he? Yeah. I was like. I hit his head and I was like, nope. <laughs> all right. So, biggest <laughs> item to note. You heard the second shot, which is usually a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> if the audio had continued, you would have heard about, I don't know, a minute, a minute, 15 seconds of leaves crunching, Scott cursing, me pondering, wondering what the heck's going on. And then you would have heard a third shot <laughs> after, <laughs> after like 90 full seconds of nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it was the weirdest I'll give you all my perspective first, and then I'm going to let Scott tell you what happened because he saw it, you know. So I am back by the time the turkeys got really close. I was probably 40 yards beyond Scott and down the hill off the side of the hill where they the turkeys in no way could have ever seen my position. And I was calling and scratching and calling, scratching. They were gobbling good. Then they started clucking, and I started clucking. And they were clucking and I was clucking and then they gobbled again, I think. And I knew like, you know, soon I'm going to hear a gunshot, surely. And sure enough, boom, boom. And I'm like, oh, crap. That's not what you want to hear. Either A, he probably missed or B, he just went rogue and killed both of them. I don't want to hear that either. So, <laughs> so, so I did one thing I learned from Andy, you know, when you're hunting with a partner, it is a good idea to wait. You know, there's guns involved, adrenaline rushing, not the time to go rushing back up to your partner when you don't know what's going on. So I waited, didn't hear anything, no movement. And I was like, okay, so I start easing up there. You know, I probably waited, I think, 30 seconds and then started easing up there. And I get up there. Where my phone was, I'd set it by a tree, turned it off, and look, and I see Scott standing there, just fully standing there. His gun is at, like, port of arms, just kind of pointed towards the ground, and he's just standing there on the side of the road, and I'm like, okay, like, what what happened? And I was, like, just about to yell up to him, like, hey, what's going on? You know, did you get him or 
just about to say something, and he whips his gun up to his shoulder and shoots again. <laughs> and I'm like... And that's when the third gobbler walked into the picture. <laughs> yeah, that's when, in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, he's killing the whole flock, like Jake's hens and all now. Like, well, I had three years worth of tags, man. I had to make that's up right. That's right. I didn't know. If you... <laughs> You had seen me. I had the most puzzled face you'd ever seen in your life at this point because I'm like running through my mind of the scenarios of how do you shoot two consecutive times? And then there's this humongously long gap. And then he's just standing there like looks like he's, you know, hanging out, waiting on me and then throws up and shoots again. (laughs) So I literally was mind blown. Like I had no idea what had just happened. So then... I went up there, figured it out, and Scott told me what he saw, which was. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> it was so wild. Oh, memories. Oh, memories. <laughs> it was definitely so, a memorable yeah. sight for me. Oh, yeah. So the, the first bird walks out, like I said, 30, 35 yards, and I'm I'm down on my gun aiming down the road. Well, he's to my right, so I don't, I don't move my gun barrel or anything. I'm just going to let him walk out into my line of sight before I do anything. Well... I've got some tunnel vision, and instead of him walking straight out to the road, he kind of angled away from When he stepped out in the road, when my red dot hit his head, when I went to pull the trigger, and I know this because I had a shot cam on my gun, which the shot cam messed up, and I didn't wasn't able to take the footage off of the, uh, mm. the shot cam. I couldn't yeah. save it. It was aggravating. But I actually dropped down and to the right just a little bit on the shot, probably because I was about to pass out. And... <laughs> Shot right, a, right across the top of his back. And, I mean, it knocked him knocked him sideways. He took off running. And I shot again, and just I whipped the second shot because he was about two steps ahead of where my pellets hit. And the other bird had actually walked out 30 yards. You know, if I had my head up, I'd have seen the other one, but I was so focused on the one. Yeah, he when flew. I shot, yeah, he flew. He pitched up over the trees. He was gone. That's the one. I Man. saw him. I forgot to mention that. I hear two shots and see a turkey flying off into the nether regions yeah he he left the country and <laughs> he's never been I back to our up. property <laughs> yeah <laughs> i jump up you know to hopefully chase a you know a bird or go get on a bird that's flopping to realizing that i just whiffed on a bird or you know didn't make a good shot i was beyond livid with myself i reached up knocked my shot cam turned it off threw my phone and when i threw it it turned off <laughs> and i i stood up and I stepped out into the middle of the road, and I'm replaying what happened and trying to think, you know, I, th- I know I got into the bird, but, I, you know, just kill him right there. But I need to mark where he went in the woods at, and we can go look for him. You know, I'm going to put in a good effort to find him. Yeah. And while I'm standing there, I can hear limbs breaking. I can hear, you know, leaves crunching, and it's getting louder <laughs> and louder. And I was like, there's something coming this way. I said, no way, but may- maybe just, you know, it's a chance. And, I mean, it took him a little while to get there, but about that time, that joker busted out of that thicket into those open <laughs> pines at about 15 yards. And, I mean, I'm sure I had a surprised look on my face, too, when I saw him. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, I was standing as still as a statue because I didn't want to, you know, I knew something was coming. I didn't want to spook it. And when it hit that open pines, I I drew down on him and, and my great shooting ability and my tendency to do things i put it right on his head and then said nope i dropped oh. it down to his wing pulled the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have a one shell left and that'd have been it yeah. so i had to 
had to make it count. That was it. And uh, I rolled him up. And then Cameron walks up and is like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the, that's about the last thing I remember because I, I, yeah. I didn't have a real good moment after that. Yeah, so then, yeah, then that throw that on top of it. For those who don't know Scott or haven't listened to the show much, he has like a involuntary reaction to killing a turkey. And I've actually looked it up. This is common. Like, there's some people that do it with ducks and all kind of stuff. I mean, it's not common, but it it's more than just you. Where he has like a you have like back spasms and kind of dry heaving, and I mean, it's it's quite a deal. I yeah, mean, it's comical. It's comical to say the least. <laughs> if you've ever watched like a Catholic exorcism, the <laughs> child or whatever that has the demon. That is Scott after he shoots a gobble. Uh, you got the so, so here's my perspective again. There's been this long gap of nothing. I've seen one turkey fly off. The man's standing in the middle of the road just like looking around and then throws up and shoots again. And so then I run up there and I see a turkey flopping like 10 yards in front of us, which was a great sign. And so I turned to Scott like, what happened? He falls out on the ground and starts having his demonic compulsions and all he's doing is like pointing towards the turkey like go get him and i'm like i'm so confused man like i got i got scott flopping i got the gobbler flopping why did we shoot three times what is going on where are the other birds yeah how many did you kill are there hens laying somewhere what is going on now and can i borrow a shell just in case <laughs> hand me the gun it's uh anyway he got over his compulsion and here i'm a uh, i did i was smart enough to turn my phone back on for in the field recap this is only about a minute long but we'll play this audio too this is uh, and here i got actually for those who've never been with scott i have five seconds of his involuntary compulsions for you we'll play that yeah, for you, you. You, you videoed me. <laughs> yes, I did take a nice video to send to Andy because he would understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. So I got five seconds of Scott dry heaving for you. Enjoy. And then follow it up by a minute of me and him going back and forth retelling the story. This was the first time I heard what the heck had happened. I just hit record. So we'll play that real quick. But that was awesome, man. I mean, that is a memory I will not forget. I can promise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either it was a it was a heck of a hunt it was fun and i i greatly appreciate it. i mean you know between the three of us we've seen several turkeys die in our lives and like i've never personally seen one like that where you shot shot and then there was such a long gap and then killed the turkey significantly closer at this you know <laughs> on the third shot <laughs> yeah oh, yeah it was wild and that's awesome. I don't do it again. I'll be happy. I don't. I don't want to go through that. That's too much of an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, you ain't lying. And that was a man. That was a body shooting day because I ended up killing a turkey that afternoon. I body shot the crap out of him because I had to use my brother's gun. But that'll be a story for another day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All in all, it was a really good day. So. It was an excellent day. It was one of those openers where a we opened two weeks later, so the turkeys were really ready, and they had not been hunted, 
and the weather was perfect. So the the gobbling was really good that day. So it it, it worked out really well that you were able to come up early season. From I this killed a turkey year. that day too, didn't I? Yeah, you, you did. did. Yeah. That was cool. Yep. Yeah, you sent a picture. We got Scott's Three first birds and, in three states. Yeah. Then you yep. killed one. You killed kind of a midday or early afternoon bird, I believe. Yeah. And then I hit the road. Scott hit the road to head home, and I hit the road to go somewhere new, and I ended up killing one about 4 o'clock that afternoon. Yep. And That's so, a heck of a day. Yeah, you can't can't hardly beat that. That, that just must have been the day for gobbling turkeys in the southeast everywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good stuff. That was a that was a fun time. I enjoyed hunting with Scott, and that was I guess outside of the one really short morning we got. That was the first time we got to hunt together, you know, and actually spend some time hanging out the night before and stuff. So that was cool and uh, just a fun time. My brother Will and my brother Ryan also got gobblers that morning, and so we had three back at back at the camp. Yeah, that was that was neat. Trying to get your dad one, but it didn't work out. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard the whole story on that, but Ryan was working this. You probably did hear it, but I'll, I'll tell a brief version. Ryan and my dad were hunting together, and we're trying to get my dad a gobbler. And he has hardly ever turkey hunt. He's not really hunting much. So Ryan set up behind dad when he's working this turkey and was calling, and the turkey's answering. Well, then Ryan decided to go silent on him. Well, my dad, after... 20 minutes of silence decided Ryan <laughs> must have left and gone back to the truck. <laughs> so he gets up and leaves oh, and goes to the truck. <laughs> then the turkey fires back up and is coming. <laughs> and Ryan, anyway, it a whole fiasco of events occurs where Ryan all of a sudden realizes dad's no longer there. He has no idea where my dad's gone. He goes up, the turkey ends up coming to the road above him, and while he's working the gobbler that is, like, almost within gun range, a vehicle pulls up behind him, and it's my dad and two brothers, <laughs> like, 100 yards down the road. So, oh, yeah. So Ryan jumps out in the road and waves at him and tells him to go back. Well, they had forgot. Something had happened when my brother lost his keys and had turned the Jeep off to, like, look to see what Ryan was telling him. So then he couldn't find his keys to restart the vehicle and get it off the road. Anyway, it just got crazy. And then Ryan ended up whacking the turkey it, it before it topped out where it could see the Jeep. He, he could see him and killed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My dad just, he's like, oh, he hadn't called in 20 minutes. Must be time to go to the truck. <laughs> yeah. He just up and left <laughs> me here in the right. woods. Yeah, he just left me with nothing. I'm just going. That's great. Uh, but it's so it was so fun. I really enjoyed it because like we had that story and mine and Scott's story and Thomas and Will had a great hunt and it's just so fun getting to like come back to camp and you know tell your hunting stories and hang out and eat breakfast and that kind of stuff. That that just makes it even better. Yeah. Well, the craziest thing about all that, and I've heard it, and I know you talked about it, is what the wind will actually do to be able to hear a gobbler. Yes. And and that was as good a morning to have what all happened happen because we didn't hear hardly anything, I, I guess, to the north of us, I guess we would be. Correct. Yeah, and, it was a south wind. And your brothers and dad were to the north of us, and they said it was turkeys gobbling everywhere. Yep. We never heard it. We never heard any of them. They could hear us talking, talking. After, after I killed the bird. Yeah, talking. 
Wow. Yep. And and we couldn't hear anything over there we're at. And we that, that was a an eye opener for me. He said Ryan said he could hear me hoot owl. Hear the it what ended up being the two turkeys Scott killed hammer right back at it every time. And he was like they answered every call you did this morning, and we never heard them until yeah. they finally got in tight. And Ryan said after y'all shot, we could hear y'all talking. But meanwhile, we couldn't hear the turkey that Ryan was working. We couldn't hear anything going on north of us, and it wasn't. I mean, it maybe it was, was a it was six windy. to eight mile an hour it wind. Was, it, it was a light breeze. I mean, you know, it was it was crazy. But that that was a you know, I'd, I've always kind of heard it, but never put a whole lot into it. But that was a that was a eye as far as yeah, you really cannot hear them. You're not right. It is a fact. Yeah. It's a big, big, humongous deal, and a lot of people don't factor it in, but. The light bulb clicked for me, actually, duck hunting. And I may have shared this on the podcast before, but we have neighbors that duck hunt. And we were duck hunting, and the wind was blowing from the neighbors towards us one day. And they were shooting ducks. And it literally sounded like they were sitting on the other side of our duck hole shooting ducks. Like, so much so, and I'm not exaggerating, that my brother and I thought somebody was poaching on us. And we drove the boat down there to look for them. And we're like, oh, that's actually our neighbors in their blind, which is a pretty good distance. And the next day, the wind shifted and was blowing from our blind towards the neighbor's blind. Never heard a shot. And texted them. I was like, man, that's crazy. Y'all didn't kill any this morning. And they're like, oh, what are you talking about? We wore them out again. And it was like, my mind was just blown because gunshots. One day literally sounded like they were within 100 yards of me. And the next day, I could not hear them with yeah. gunshot so imagine yep. that with with a gobble yep yeah it's crazy crazy so that's a that's a big deal but yeah you're right that was that was an eye-opening experience even for me because that was a light wind i was shocked at how much it yeah affected things. yeah it was very light but awesome Man. hunt fun yeah. times turkey in the fridge congratulations right. i appreciate it. it it's always good getting a state marked off after you've been a few times and haven't had any luck so that's a big deal. Expensive state too. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was quite the investment for that turkey, but he got him. That's a fact. But hey, that yeah. and all those shells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What'd you What'd you say, Scott? You it was your third time here. You got him on the third shot. It was there was like a bunch of threes. Yep. It was uh my third time in Tennessee. The third shot. The third time we'd been to that tree. <laughs> oh, you know, it, it, yeah third time the charm yeah you got two strikes on you in three different occasions but you got it all done on the third <laughs> before they got three that's right that's that's awesome but well yeah, i'm yeah. glad to right. glad to have helped i had a blast yes indeed yes indeed i'll, I'll repay the favor one day <laughs> yeah man well you, you already have you did yeah we wouldn't have killed <laughs> Cameron's turkey in Mississippi, if it hadn't been for you. That is true. Yeah, yeah. That is so, true. Yeah. Yes, Old indeed. pencil beard. He was a fine specimen. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll take him any day of the week. Him and his no pencil bearded doubt. cousins can ride my shoulder any day. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, Scott, you're doing some gunsmithing work. Are you pretty backlogged right now, or do you have some availability to help some of the listeners out if they need something? I got some availability. I'm a little busy. Everybody seems to think about it about March. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they want it back the next week. 
I'm working on a few guns right now. But, yeah, if anybody needs anything, they can holler at me and I can help them out. You give them a contact? Yeah. Uh, Back 40 Enterprises on Facebook. Yeah, text or call me. If you want to give out my phone number, I can do that. Do it. Yeah, 601-695-3933. I do pretty much anything. So. You made me a good gun. I'm, I stopped missing as much. Yeah, yeah, helped you out a, a good bit. <laughs> I only <laughs> miss goodness. 50% of the time now, so I'm I'm at great odds. But it is not the gun. Never it has not, been a gun, I don't think. That. No, it's never it been the gun. the gun. Definitely not that one. But no, it's a cool gun. I, I do appreciate it. And he was able to build me one mid-turkey season because what I I think it was after my fifth or sixth, uh, maybe fourth, fourth or fifth miss. I can't remember. I just sent you a text. Yeah, right. No explanation. Yeah. I just said, hey, yeah, build me a gun. And you said, yep. uh-oh, what happened? I said, not important right now. I just need a gun. <laughs> And you're, and you're colorblind, so that, that threw a little kink in too. So. Yeah, he fixed me up on that. If we have any colorblind listeners who would like an optic, he was able to locate and put an amber dot on the gun, and I can see it really well. And as a Tennessee fan, you know, I don't mind having that orange on there, but it was it works pretty well. I like it a lot. Yeah, I would Good never. Dude. That optic would never go on any gun I own. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess you're crimson. <laughs> I do like having a, it it helps a little bit i still miss plenty but it does help with the optic that i can see the dot so i'm not just putting them in the frame of the of the site and shooting right. i actually do have a dot so that's not yeah yeah awesome yeah, cool well everybody make sure you reach out call scott ask him about his used car warranty and you know, <laughs> then maybe ask about a gun or something. But now you got his number, so you can spam call him all you want. That's right. That's right. <laughs> leave, yeah, me, leave me a message you, if I don't answer. Yep, do that. And, you know, if you guys need something done or want a new gun or something like that from somebody that will build it like he's building it himself or working on it like he would work on it for, for on his own gun for himself, then definitely give Scott a call and he'll get you hooked up. So, man, Scott, thanks for sharing the story with us. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the time you and I get to share a tree again. And definitely, I hope I get to see you in January. It'll be here before we know it. Yeah, no doubt. Hopefully you'll go to Unicoi and I'll get to see you there. Oh, oh yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. Good. Good. All right, man. Well, thank you again. It's always a pleasure getting to talk to you and, and catch up and, of course, getting to hear a turkey hunting story is just icing on the cake. For sure. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. Appreciate your friendship. Yep. Thank you. All right. See you, buddy. All right. See you, Scott. Right, bye. bye. See you. Man, I that was can a wild only time. imagine what was going through your mind. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't, actually. I don't think you can imagine the different scenarios that I had in my brain of he's either lost his mind and is just shooting into the woods now, he's killed three turkeys. Has he killed any turkeys? Does he have more shells? Is he going to keep shooting? <laughs> Am I safe to walk up there? <laughs> is, is this guy crazy? Like what? <laughs> what is going on? Because I've just never seen that long of a pause. And then that last shot was it was just crazy. Anyway, and then he goes into the convulsion, you know, which just added to it all. Because I had never seen it live and in person, but it is quite the spectacle. Yeah, it's. It, it's something else. Yeah, you got to see it, I guess, when y'all had your double together two years ago. 
Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple of times now. <laughs> You're used it's, to it. Yeah, it's it's. Well, I don't know if I'm used to it. It's still pretty uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> but, but you know, it's it's just. I mean, it's the most genuine thing that I think I've ever seen. Oh it yeah. It's definitely not being faked. No, it looks painful. So, yeah. It, yeah. You couldn't you couldn't fake it. Like you you couldn't do it. It's not it, nah. it is an involuntary compulsion. Is yeah. exactly what. Yeah. No man would want to put themselves in the sky goes <laughs> when he shoots a turkey. It's something to behold. So. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Well, do you want to get back on a weekly podcast string starting now or should we wait again? No, it's September. It's time to start thinking about maybe a little fall turkey hunting and yeah we're t minus 31 days nine hours 15 minutes and 56 seconds for fall gobbler here so if you're right right but you know this is one we've hit one of the milestones that you and i talk about a good bit and that is football season starts and football season always flies by and it throws us right into the holidays well holidays and you have bowl games then you have Unicoi, then you have the NWTF convention in Nashville. So, I mean, really, I'm looking at my at the date on the computer, and it may as well be the end of March Yeah. in my world. So uh, It's just like the doldrums of summer are kind of over. Hunting seasons are opening up almost we- every weekend. Something new is opening for hunting. Mm-hmm. football's going on cool weather's coming days are shortening down life's getting good again lots of opportunities to listen to a podcast That's driving right. to a hiking or a camping trip a hiking trip football game a dove hunt a teal hunt wood duck hunt goose hunt goose seasons in in alabama for the old canadians the early season so you know let's crank it up and get going all right, well, we'll be back to weekly. Hope you guys were okay with our bi-weekly through the summer months. It was really helpful for us. We banked up excellent shows for spring. Y'all yes, are going to love those. Couple, one of our most popular guests who will be featured again, and one mm-hmm. who we've never had on but was a great show. I Man, honestly yeah. can't believe we hadn't had him on before. I know it. That was a good one. Hopefully it won't be the last time. <laughs> No, I hope not. I hope not. We'll have good stuff in the spring, but we'll get back to weekly. I'll go ahead and here's the favor of the week. It's September. We're open. What topics do y'all want to hear? Please message us, email us, call Scott and get our number. (laughs) Whatever you have to do, get in contact with us and let us know what you want to hear because that's what we're doing here. We want to... We want to produce a podcast about what you guys want to hear. So That's right. if you liked last year, we did series. I thought those went great where we covered yeah. the same topic with three or four different guests. You know, we can do some more series if there's a topic in mind. If you have something you're just really curious about, about turkey history or turkey biology or whatever, shoot us a question. Say, hey, can you do a show on this? Get in contact with us. Let us know what you want to hear. You can email me at cameron.weddington at gmail.com you can email andy at andy at imturkeyhunting.com you can contact us on facebook 
you can find me at Cameron Weddington on Instagram or call Scott McDonald. He shared his number and get him to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I just want to say, don't message me on Facebook because I don't check it. So you can message Cameron on Facebook, but really probably IG is a better way to get in touch with us if you're going to use social media. Yeah, if you have Instagram, that would be best. I, you can message me on Facebook. I check it. It may not be the same day you send it, but we'll see it over some period because I do check Facebook Marketplace a good bit. So Cameron Weddington on Facebook will also so find a way to get in contact with us and let us know what you guys want to hear over the next five months before turkey season gets rocking. Yeah, man. Please. So, favor of the week. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, I think I'll let you wrap it up this week since you haven't done it in a while. Okay. Let's see <laughs> if I remember how. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Boom. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.